Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. A little flexibility can go a long way. By refinancing your newer used auto loan with PenFed, you can lower your monthly payments for more flexibility in your budget. You can even schedule your first payment for up to 60 days from the date of your refinance. Calculate how much you could save at PenFed.org slash autorefi or call 1-800-247-5626 to apply. Membership is open to everyone. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. This podcast is presented by the Miami Rescue Mission Broward Outreach Centers, also known as The Caring Place, www.caringplace.org. Welcome to Mission Possible, the good news program with all the good news and more. Brought to you by the Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers, where caring for the needy, feeding the hungry, and changing lives happens every day. Now, here are your hosts for Mission Possible, Ron and Marilyn Brummett. Good morning, South Florida, and welcome to Mission Possible, the good news program brought to you by the Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers. We're known as the Caring Place and have been caring for the homeless and needy of South Florida since 1922. That's 97 years. We're fast approaching our centennial. Good morning again. I'm Ron Brummett, and I'm the president. I've been here almost 30 years. Uh, What a joy it has been to serve the homeless and needy and people in our community to see people come off the streets, to see abused women come off the streets and out of bad relationships, and see their lives restored. We feed people, we clothe people, we shelter people, uh, but we also help people change their lives. And we cannot do it without our community, especially during these last uh, trying weeks with Hurricane Dorian. Uh, We just want to thank all of our donors, supporters, volunteers for the outcry and the out. Uh, reaching to help us where we can get help for our food and our water and our supplies, but also now our attention has been uh, diverted to other areas, especially Bahamas. And we're just keep continue to pray for the Bahamas, for the people of Bahamas. We have close friends in Abaco uh, personally, and we've been praying and reaching out to them. And just how South Florida has come together and the nation has come together to reach out and to help restore. Uh, those islands and those people and the lives there and then up our coast and and through our own United States. We're so thankful to to the Lord that we were spared, uh, but it was a good preparedness for emergency as we do each time we go through this. Uh, We have centers in Broward and centers in Miami uh, serving about a thousand people every single day and that was quite daunting to get ready to make sure we had our stockpile of supplies, to work with different agencies, to work with uh, the governments in both counties uh, to make sure that the homeless and the needy and the marginalized were taken care of and that we have plenty of space for everybody. Uh, we've done this for many, many years. Uh, I've been here, like I said, 30 years. I've done it a few times at least, uh, but still it's always trying. It's it's very stressful. And the hurricane this time, we just did not know where it was going to hit. We didn't know if it's going to go north, go south, go west. Uh, we just were uncertain, and so that even heightened everyone. You know, you can see people on the streets getting gas and getting supplies, 
and it wasn't until just a, a day or so uh, before that Tuesday that we knew that it wasn't going to come hit us. So we're very, very thankful. Uh, we're looking forward to our fall campaign. We're going to serve over 250,000 meals this fall. It's every fall we do this, and we need your help with our Pack the Pantry Food Drive campaign. We do this every fall. Uh, as I said, we're going to reach out and serve 250,000 meals. This includes our Thanksgiving outreaches, our Christmas outreaches, and just more people coming into our centers during the fall months. Uh, it's very easy to get involved. Go to caringplace.org slash pantry or just caringplace.org. You'll see a great big button there to go to the um, Pack the Pantry page, and we will send you out paper bags these are the old-fashioned paper bags list what items we need we want non-perishable items and if you have a, a association a group a business a faith community uh, condominium if you need great big boxes get yourself some boxes and we'll print out the flyers you can put them on there we will come out and pick those items up for smaller uh, donations we'd really like you to come and bring them to one of our centers in miami or in hollywood we have three or four different drop-off points that you can see on the website there. Uh, if not, we'll be happy to come by your place and pick them up. But really, that helps save them some gas, too. And what we do uh, with all this food, we're going to stockpile our shelves again for, this, for the fall and for the winter coming up. And that means that we don't have to go out and pay a lot of money uh, for food items. We have thousands of volunteers that come through our centers during the course of a year they'll help organize everything put everything together so we have a lot of small cans of peas they go on one area and a small can of lima beans and so on and uh, we'll use them all during the fall and into the winter months and that saves us a ton of money as i said and those dollars can go into direct services i'm very um, happy to tell you that for every dollar that is given to us physical dollar 88 cents goes into direct services that means 12 cents is used for fundraising and for overhead for administration so i'm very i would like to take that up a, another two cents to get 90 cents out of it every dollar but we're four star rated charity on charity navigator uh, one of the primo places to find out about charities that's charity navigator we're four star been like that for many years and uh, we're also the Evangelical uh, Association. We're, we're rated very highly with them. So I want you to know that when you do no donate money and you want to go to our website at caringplace.org, maybe become a Meals a Month uh, program uh, participant or you want to do a one-time gift for Thanksgiving or a special drive that we're doing, that your dollar, every, out of every dollar, 88 cents is going to help someone who's homeless. That means to provide food, clothing, shelter, classes, education, counseling, addiction training, finance classes, getting ready to, to get a job, how to get a job, how to keep a job, how to move into your own apartment or house, how to keep that, how to become a better parent, and so on. And that's what we're all about, not just feeding them for the day. That's so important. And our Meals a Month program and our, our Pack the Pantry program, we do understand that hope often begins with a meal. That's where a lot of change will take place because when somebody comes into one of our, our centers, oftentimes it's not just because they want to get off the street. Sometimes it's because they're just hungry or they need to change their clothes or they're just tired and they need a place to rest. And we'll use that opportunity to get to know them, to lower the barriers, and to try to befriend them. 
and and help them right where they are and then offer them more so they may come in for a meal and a shower and a change of clothes and they say i'm just going to stay here a couple days they told you they want to stay in the program for a long time but they're there just to get wait to get their check come in or wait to get something else but they'll see hope and that's what we want to build their lives on you know we're a christian organization we don't hide that we love the Lord here, and we believe that God has a plan for everyone. You don't have to be of a certain religious mindset to come in for services, uh, but we are, for the last 97 years, been founded on Christian and Judeo principles. Uh, we want to feed the hungry. We want to clothe the naked. We want to house those that need housing. We want to take care of those that are sick, and we want to visit those that are in prison. So. Uh, that is our mantra that is our mission and our vision is that no one is homeless so it's very difficult living here in South Florida being in South Florida we're like a Mecca or like a light bulb that draws homeless from all over the country not just the homeless that are emerging from our own communities losing a job addiction getting out of jail um, kids that are going through the foster care system that are aging out and have not done well and they find themselves on the street the alcoholics, the, again, like I said, drug addicts, the mentally ill, the war veterans that are coming back, but also uh, because of our beaches and because of our climate, a lot of the homeless will just migrate down here. And they'll say, you know, I don't have to be in the big cold anymore. I can be down here where it's warm and, and people seem friendlier and, and I can get my food and I can just do what I have to do. So we really, our vision is no one is homeless. We do that by befriending people, by offering them good nutritious meals and then having top-notch programs and services that they can come in and get their life turned around. I said this early, I'm a, I keep on harping on this, we cannot do all that we do without the support of the community. I wanna say thank you from the bottom of my heart and from the bottom of the hearts of the homeless for people that have given of their time, they've come out and volunteered. And I said a little earlier, we have thousands of volunteers. Last year it was over 9,000 volunteers that came and did 90,000 hours of uh, volunteerism. Anything from preparing meals, serving the meals, cleaning up after the meals, being on our outreaches, uh, helping with our children's ministries, being in a mentor uh, to our women, being a mentor to our men, coming out and doing landscaping projects, painting projects, many, many makeover projects. Uh, clerical work, answering the phones, just anything uh, that is, uh, could be done in a business, we've had people come and help us. And they do it out of love and respect and really are a blessing to those that are in our programs. So again, we have our Pack the Pantry. We have our Meals a Month program. We're getting ready for our Thanksgiving outreach, which we're going to serve over 2,500 people in one single day. And then in October, we have a very special gala called Unmask the Masquerade. It's for abused women. Check that out on our website at caringplace.org slash unmask or go to Girlfriends for Girlfriends or Cover Girls and you'll find that it's going to be a great time. Well, God bless you and stay tuned right here on News Radio 610 WIOD for more Mission Possible. Leon Navarro here, the Senior Community Development for the Miami Center of the Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers. We have in the studio with us today, listen, family. These are family of the Miami Rescue Mission, Miss Marilyn Purdy, Branch Manager, SOS Unit, and Mark Watson, Senior Vice President of the Amtrust Bank. How are you both doing this morning? Fantastic, thank you. Thank you for having us here. 
Oh, I'm so happy. I mean, we go way back. I mean, ever since I can remember being here working uh, for the many years that I've been at the mission, I hear Amtrust, you guys do every campaign, you guys do so much for us. But tell me a little bit about the bank. Tell me about Amtrust Bank. Well, Amtrust Bank is, um, uh, we're headquartered in New York. We have a very strong uh, network here in Florida from Port St. Lucie through to uh, Coral Gables and all the way over to Naples. Uh, we have a number of branches providing business and personal services to uh, all our customers. And you know what I like, Mark, and I always say this interview after interview, I'm sure that our listeners have many banks that they can go to, right? I mean, if I just Google bank, so many things will come up. But when I have a bank that not only can I can put my money away, I can invest, I can do business accounts, I can do personal accounts, I can do all that. But on top of that, I'm dealing with a bank that is giving back to our community. I mean, what's not to love? Tell us about your commitment with our community. Well, uh, that's a very good point, and uh, we involve uh, not just our uh, corporate team, but uh, more importantly, all of our branch personnel are involved in some shape or form uh, with various organizations in the communities that we serve. Um, we like uh, being able to participate with organizations where we have an opportunity really to have hands-on involvement. And uh, Miami Rescue Mission is a terrific example of that. We've been involved for a number of years. Uh, Marilyn has been uh, our, our point person and uh, done a fantastic job for us. And uh, we're involved at various types of the, uh, times of the year. And Marilyn, maybe you could uh, highlight some of the uh, things that we get involved with. Please. Yes. <laughs> yes, good morning, and I'm so excited to be here. Uh, yes, uh, first and foremost, uh, one of the nonprofits that we're involved in is the Miami Rescue Mission. And we're, we am, we're involved in so many ways. We do uh, financial literacy classes with yes. the clients there, you know, a couple of times a month. And uh, we want to make sure that, you know, when they go back, you know, out on their own and independent, they're able to ma manage and, you know, maintain their finances. Uh, another way that we're involved, um, we, we uh, donate uh, Easter baskets, you know, during the spring of the year you know, for the uh, less fortunate, fortunate children. And as well, in the back to school, we get involved with the back to school drive and also the sneaker drive. And we'll talk about some other th ways that we're involved, you know, I guess in a few moments, but thank you. I, I have seen the most beautiful pictures of your collections. I mean, every time that we do that pickup from Amtrust, or you guys are kind enough to bring them here, I, I've been, exactly there when you guys bring it. Let's talk about the gala, because I know that you guys are, as of now, the biggest sponsor that we have. So please, please tell me your involvement with the gala that we are hosting on October 12th to benefit women and children coming out of domestic violence and abuse. What did Amtrust Bank is doing? Okay, Amtrust Bank, <clears throat> excuse me, is uh, the pre presenting sponsor. And uh, I myself, I'm on the uh, Girlfriend for Girlfriend Leadership Council, which raises funds for women coming from domestic violence and homelessness um, to, uh, you know, make affordable housing for them. I'm also on the uh, Girlfriend's uh, uh, focus uh, group as well. And with that group, we mentor women coming from domestic violence and uh, sexual abuse. And we also do fundraising as well. 
Um, so it's been like a very, uh, very good experience being a part of that. But uh, the, the uh, gala that's coming up uh, on October 12th, uh, yes, we are raising money, Girlfriend for Girlfriends and Cover Girls, and it's been, you know, like an exciting experience. I, I love it. And one of the things that I love the most about what the Girlfriends for Girlfriends are doing is that you guys, when you, the, the women and children leave our centers, right? They go into safe and affordable housing, right? Now, we do know that even after they leave the program, they're not completely independent. Sometimes they still need a little bit of help, right? And I love it when the girlfriends get together and you guys visit these women and you go and see what they need and, and you take them gifts. I mean, I am so thankful because I know the Cover Girls, which is the one that I represent here in Miami. I know that we work with them when they're in the centers and it's such a great experience to work with them, mentoring, children activities, you name it. But the girlfriends are like the after when they leave the center. So thank you so much for doing that. And thank you for being the presenting sponsors for the gala. I want to tell all of our listeners, remind you that you can still get your ticket for the gala. You can go to www.caringplace.org slash gala, G-A-L-A. It's super easy. You can purchase your ticket. You can join us on October 12th. And, and see the wonderful things that we will be doing. I am just so amazed uh, at everything that you guys do. And I know we're not the only organization that you're helping. I know you guys are amazing. Tell me more about AmTrust. Well, AmTrust Bank um, is, uh, as I said, uh, a division of New York Community Bank. Uh, we are out of New York uh, and we have a full uh, line of consumer and business products and services to offer our customers, uh, whether it be uh, at one of our uh, branches across Florida or online banking, mobile banking. Uh, we have all the uh, services to make banking convenient for our customers, and we really pride ourselves on our in-house in uh, service that we're providing our customers on a daily basis, and of course, our community involvement uh, uh. and the community involvement is, is very uh, important I know about the financial classes that you guys offer and and that is like so important because when a person has been homeless one of the things that they don't really know very well is to how to manage the finances so to teach someone how to open an account and it might be a no-brainer for some uh, but when you have been homeless for a an amount of years I mean Exactly. It's, uh, it's something that, um, you know, a lot of us do take that for granted. Uh, the process to go through either to get to a bank account or to um, even balance a checkbook. Uh, yes. These are, are, can be pretty daunting tasks for a lot of folks. Uh, and we're very proud of um, our team across Florida that has been providing financial literacy with Miami Rescue Mission for a number of years now and uh, every branch is involved uh, and not just the branch managers we have assistant managers and and some of our personal bankers are involved as well and they really look forward to those opportunities to be able to give back and to engage uh, with others and uh, it uh, really it sounds kind of corny but it really makes their day when they get an opportunity to do that it's very important i i love it because i know that that unfortunately can drive someone to become homeless once again now how can our listeners uh be i know you have branches in miami and also in broward all the way to naples you mentioned but if our listeners want to know more about amtrust and open an account or visit one of your branches do we have a website that we can provide our listeners we sure do it's um 
mynycb.com. That's mynycb.com. And that's really, uh, you can the go anywhere from way. there, from Facebook <laughs> through to our, our online banking. And you can uh, check about opening an account. What are other services that they can have when they visit the brand, when they go online? Open an account. What else do we have? We also have business uh, accounts and business products as well, you know, as, uh, you know, in addition to the personal accounts. And uh, there's a lot of different types of accounts they can open to help them with their business and manage it. That's really wonderful. Managing your finances is very important. Uh, thank you once again, Mark and Miss Purdy, for coming and, and joining us today to talk about the gala and AmTrust and everything that you're doing. And I cannot wait for the gala. I hope to see both of you there. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Leanne Navarro here, the Community Development Associate for the Miami Center. Excited to have with us in the studio today, Anna Johnson. Anna is an insurance broker, a Girlfriend for Girlfriends member here at the Miami Rescue Mission. She has a wonderful group of women that she's one of the leaders for. And she's a friend. Welcome, Anna. How are you? Well, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure being here. And as I mentioned, um, you know, previously, I was mentally and physically abused, and I felt that I had to just run for my life, Yes, and I did. And as a result of my experiences of the past, uh, with that being that and almost a victim of incest, I, I have feel compelled yes. to help other women so that they would not fall into the trap that I fell into. You know, being, to, being able to recognize the signs of an abuser Yes. It's very important. And I started a group through Trinity Church, which is Women of Destiny Group. And it is to empower women and to help women find their purpose, know who they are in God, and identify those relationships that will bring you into an abusive um not to fall into an abusive relationship and also to have a sense of of who you are and, and self-esteem a high self-esteem but know that you are loved that God loves you more than anything and know that you're not alone that there's people here that are willing to help you you know with the Miami Rescue Mission uh, the Girlfriends for Girlfriends and the Women of Destiny group are places where you can find refuge now, the, the Women of Destiny, and I'm so excited and so grateful that you guys have such a group because I know even from another interview that we did together, you told me that when you were going through the abuse, when you were in that relationship, um, I remember you told me that you actually found the church in New York because you needed to find some support, right? And, and we have talked about this. I mean, it's very difficult when you're going through something like that mm -hmm. you do need as much support as possible absolutely and sometimes family is not there necessarily mm -hmm. or maybe you're embarrassed to talk about it with your family but a friend an outsider someone in an agency like you mentioned the Miami Rescue Mission the Girlfriends for Girlfriends I mean I totally love them we can talk more about that um, but tell me about that group are you accepting new members can anyone join that group anyone can join a group I basically are uh meet with women i used to teach a class at uh at trinity church uh grow track and uh it's basically a, a whole process of coming to know christ and once you come to know christ finding your purpose who you are your gifts and your talents 
But what I encounter was that there's a lot of women that are coming to these classes, but they are devastated because of past relationships and things that have happened to they're them. They're still in the past. hurting. They're still hurting. And they're still hurting. Right. So I would talk to women and I will let them know about the group and the times that we meet. We meet in different places. Uh, sometimes we meet at restaurants. Sometimes we have like brunches, different menus. Right now we have a prayer team that goes on to the beach. Love it. And on August the 10th, we are going to the beach because we found that a lot of women are losing their children to gun violence. Wow. Uh, one of the members of my group is uh, Susan Kennedy. She's running a, uh, an organization, Bullets for Life. You know, uh, donate a bullet, save a life. And what that means is that, you know, we are trying to, uh, um, bring, trying the to bring the awareness right to what's happening to a lot of mothers that are losing their children. That's amazing. How can they get in contact with someone from the group if they want more information about that group? Well, they can contact me directly. Uh, and my phone number, my cell phone number is 786-443-9602. Or you can find me on Facebook. Okay, my Facebook page is Anna Isabel Johnson. And also, um, by email. My email address is A-N-N-A-J-O-H-N-I at Hotmail.com. If you didn't get that because you're driving, you're busy, it does not matter. Anna is one of our supporters. I have all of the information. You can call me here, Leanne, and I'll give it to you. Thank awesome. you so much for joining Thank us, Anna. You. Thank you for having me. Well, I'm Marilyn Brummett, and I love this part of the program because I get to talk to people who are uh, telling their story, going through life change, and, uh, you know, some of these stories, they really break your heart when you hear and find out what's happened to men and women. Um, as they come into our programs, this isn't like, oh, wow, I get to go to the Miami Rescue Mission or, oh, wow, I get to go to Broward Outreach Centers. But, you know, God really has a way of just changing people when they get here. And I have with me today, I have Francisco. He's sitting across from me. I wish you could see uh, how these people sit in front of me. They are dressed up, uh, shirt and tie. They look amazing. They look like they're the CEO of a company. And Francisco, you could be telling me that. I, I just, when I look at you, I say, wow, you look like a CEO of a company. But you're here to tell your story today. So Francisco, thank you for being with here and with us today. And let's go back in, in time. Well, thank you for having me. Uh, I came from a good family. My father was a doctor. Uh, my mother had her own business. Uh, I lost my father when I was 11. And we were three boys and one younger sister. And strange turn of events. Uh, my middle brother wound up with lung cancer, mm. and he had never smoked. Mm. And during that time... I was trying to save a failed marriage, and unfortunately, I wasn't there for him as much as I should have been. Uh, six months after going through treatment, uh, they decided to pull the plug on him, and I wound up holding his eyes closed for six and a half minutes wow. till he passed. Uh, that was devastating to me. Mm. Uh, I took it at the time like, that was my penance for not being there. 
even though now I know that it, that's not the case. Mm-hmm. And six months later, I lost my other brother. Uh, my mother was devastated. Uh, I was always the doer of the family. And I had made a comment to her. I said, uh, you know, Mom, I prayed for God to save both of them. Mm. And I feel like he didn't answer my prayers, like he wasn't paying attention. Mm-hmm. Her answer floored me when she looked at me and she said, why should he? Mm. She says, how often do you take five minutes out of your day to thank God for what you have? Just to talk to him. And I took that, you know, and it was very hard pill to swallow. Mm-hmm. Six months later, I lost my mother. Oh. And I had to hold her eyes closed while she died. I found myself basically going into a downward spiral. I started drinking real heavily. And I realized that I was just losing control of everything. And for a person who was always in control, that was a very hard pill to swallow. And, you know, it seemed like uh, there was always an endless bottle. You know, I would drink and drink and drink until I passed out. And when I passed out, you know, I didn't dream. I felt no pain. So I just kept on doing it. Now, where were you living through this time? I was living in Kendall at the time, and a friend of mine told me about the Miami Rescue Mission. He basically told me, he goes, you know, you're on a crash course, and, you know, the way you're headed, you're going to wind up dead. So now, did you come on your own then? I came on my own. uh, I had a lot of reservations, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, my first month and a half basically here was odd you know well, we're going to take a break and we're going to find out why that was odd so don't turn that dial so we can hear what francisco has to say as he entered the miami rescue mission after really suffering with depression all those years we'll be back in just a moment well we're back with francisco he was in the middle of his story told about those depression years losing his two brothers and then his mother, and then just turning to alcohol for relief of that depression. Also, you had trouble with the marriage, and and just all those things came flying at you. And then thinking, you know, is God really listening? So you came into the mission because someone told you, uh, go give it a try. And you left us with, it was kind of odd in the beginning, so let's pick it up there. Yeah, to me it was kind of odd because... Uh, you know, the comment that my mother had made to me about God and, you know, I got here and, you know, God is a very big part of this program. And, you know, at first I thought, you know, this is a coincidence. And now I realize that there really isn't any coincidences that, you know, God does have a plan for you. Uh, Five days after being in the mission, I got up from the chapel floor one night, and I didn't feel right. I felt like something was wrong, and I just couldn't figure out what it was. Uh, One of the staff members, you know, asked me if I needed help, and I said yes. 
he called fire rescue. It was a Friday night, mm. and I woke up in the hospital. Mm. And the nurse looked at me and said, you know, oh, you're finally awake. And I said, yeah, you know, it's Saturday, right? And she says, no, it's Wednesday. Mm. And the doctor came in and he says, uh, you know, you've got a major problem. Your three main arteries coming from your heart are collapsing. Oh, wow. Uh, the next day, both of my daughters were by my side. Uh, I wound up having open heart surgery. Um, they only kept me for a day in the hospital after surgery. Oh my I goodness. came back to the mission oh. and I sat behind the uh, cafeteria, the kitchen actually, and I watched the maintenance people, you know, trying to resolve a problem. When I found out it was air conditioning, which I've been doing for 39 years, you know, I basically talked them through it you know sitting on the chair amazing and you know uh mike buncher told me he goes you know our industrial you're, director you're you're exactly what we were looking for wow. and you know i worked with the maintenance department for almost a year uh letting god into my life has changed my perspective on everything hmm. because before where I was short-tempered, they used to tell me I didn't have a fuse. Uh, now I find the patience to talk to people, regardless of it's what I want to hear or what I think they should say, you know. Uh, I just, I can't thank this place enough, you know. Uh, the donors, the volunteers, the staff, you know, everybody does such a wonderful job. and. If it wasn't for them, I would probably be either dead or under a bridge somewhere. Yeah. Now, that's pretty, you know, when you think about where we can be and how God kind of just redeems us um, at the right time. When we finally came to the end of our rope and we're ready for that help, because sometimes we can't be helped until we're ready. Absolutely. You know, I'm a firm believer that uh, until you're ready, until you decide it's not going to happen. Nothing that anybody says is going to change your mind. Well, Francisco, you do look amazing. Um, and thank you for helping us with our maintenance and our air conditioning. And I'm sure in the upper part of the program, and you never know, you might end up being staff here. And uh, we just thank you. Listen, I'm going to ask the listening audience right now, pray for Francisco. Pray for all the men and women that come to our centers for that desperate help. Uh, so many of them find that God does love them. He does have a plan for their life, and he is listening. So thank you, Francisco, for telling your story. Thank you for having me. Well, what a tremendous testimony from Francesco. You know, when you see the homeless on the street, you may see them at a, a corner on a bus bench. Maybe they come panhandling at a gas station or a convenience store outside of a restaurant. And especially when you see them holding up signs in intersections, sometimes, and I'm, I'm included in this, is that you can get hard-hearted and say, you know, that person's been standing there, almost like a job, standing there six, seven, eight hours begging for money. If they can do that, certainly they can get a job and keep a job. And so we have to, we stereotype the homeless, but every homeless is different. There's commonalities. There's certainly things like drinking and drug usage. A mental illness and so on but every person that's homeless has their own story 
And uh, here's Francisco. Here's a person that didn't, he didn't want to end up an alcoholic or end up homeless. Uh, but he just was overwhelmed with life uh, events that were out of his control. You know, losing his brothers, losing his mother, put him into a spiral depression, tried to get out of depression by self-medicating, turned to alcohol and other things, and then found himself in a place where he just uh, was lost. And he did come into our program, and we're so grateful for the turnaround in his life. You know, when people come in off the streets, uh, we can be a facilitator, we can be an encourager, we can provide quality programs and educational classes and addiction classes and counseling and case management and all that, but a person really has to want it. And that's why I, I say, and I've said this for decades, that hope often begins with a meal. A lot of people come in not just because they want a life change, not just because we're the greatest thing in South Florida, because they're hungry, they're hurting, they're tired, they're dirty, they need new clothes, uh, they, want, they want a place to rest for a while. Uh, they've been beaten up on the street. It's either too hot or too cold or too rainy. And so that's what we're doing. It's a place of refuge. It's what we call the Miami Rescue Mission in Miami, the Broward Outreach Centers in Broward, uh, the caring place in general of South Florida, because we want to care for people the way that God cares for each one of us. You know, God has a plan for us, not to harm us, but to, but to heal us and to provide a great future for us if we allow him into our lives. And so that's a great part of what we do. We want to get people's spiritual compass uh, pointed to God. And we're a Christian organization. You don't have to be a Christian or any one religion. We respect all faiths. In fact, our faith community is made up of almost all faiths, Muslims, Jewish, uh, Buddhists, you just name it, Christians. I mean, just everyone comes together because at the core of religion is to treat one another with love and respect. And that's what we want to focus on. But we also have a heritage of coming from being a Christian organization. So we believe that God loves us and that the way to God is through the Lord Jesus Christ. We're not going to hold, a, hold a people by hostage and force them to believe any certain way, but that's our beliefs. We share that freely and openly, uh, and we see great change. And we want to honor the Lord by honoring others. You know, you can help us with our Pack the Pantry food drive. It's taking place right now. Go to caringplace.org slash pantry. Uh, you'll see we'll send you out brown paper bags, the old-fashioned brown paper bags. You can fill them up with items, get five, six, seven, pass them out to your family, your friends. If you have a larger business or you have a school or you're a part of another group and you want to get a great big box, get a great big box, print out our flyers, put them on there and let us come by and pick them up. For smaller canned good donations, we'd like you to come by one of our centers in Broward or Miami. There's certain, there's uh, four or five different places to drop off the, the canned goods. Uh, most people do that, or uh, if you have larger donations, we'd love to come out and pick those heavy boxes up for you. Again, it's called Pack the Pantry. We're going to serve over 250,000 meals this fall. That includes our Thanksgiving outreach, our Christmas outreach, and then the uh, more people we're going to see during the fall because people come down here from the north, and they call this their new homeless home, and we're trying to reach them as well. You know, again, I just thank you for helping us or coming alongside of us. I've met so many fantastic people. I know that South Florida is a giving place, and we're experiencing that right now as we reach out to those, and we want to continue to pray for those in the Bahamas. Well, God bless you, and stay tuned next week right here on News Radio 610 WIOD for more Mission Possible. This podcast was presented by the Miami Rescue Mission Broward Outreach Centers, also known as The Caring Place.
www.caringplace.org. A little flexibility can go a long way. By refinancing your newer used auto loan with PenFed, you can lower your monthly payments for more flexibility in your budget. You can even schedule your first payment for up to 60 days from the date of your refinance. Calculate how much you could save at PenFed.org slash autorefi or call 1-800-247-5626 to apply. Membership is open to everyone. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.